Thunder Media. We're joined by the head of Motorsport Australia, Eugene Arocca, as the announcement this week of the Super Cheap Auto Club Development Fund. The initial grants that have been given out to many of the clubs that are around the country and some of which you've already heard from throughout this year on Inside Motorsport. Eugene, thanks very much for your time here today on the show. My pleasure, Craig, and thank you. The Development Fund, the first grants have gone out and some of the clubs that we've already spoken to, like the Southwest Touring Car Club, the Light Car Club of Western Australia, the Northwest Car Club, have all become beneficiaries of the incentives being put out through Super Cheap Auto, and Motorsport Australia. Well, that's correct. And I think we need to acknowledge the uh, support of Super Cheap Auto in providing this club development funding for clubs. Now, mind you, the fund has been around for a few years. I think from memory, it's been around since 2018. But when you get a committed sponsor that's also helping out and giving gift cards as part of the application process, it just means that uh, those clubs have an opportunity to get some cash in the, uh, in the bank and use it and spend it to uh, do everything from safety improvements to further engagement of junior participants. One thing that we've been talking to the clubs about throughout the year is the return from COVID and that has been one area that clubs have been benefiting from Motorsport Australia over the last 18 months. The work that you've been able to do as the sanctioning body on being able to support them getting back to business. Well, actually, I'm pretty proud of the work that we did, in particular work from Michael Smith, who's our head of motorsport. I think the pandemic for all intents and purposes started around the 13th of March 2020, which is the day of the Grand Prix, if you all remember. And by by mid-April, which is what, six weeks, not even six weeks later, Motorsport Australia had prepared its its return to race COVID plans. Um, and we'd had that on our website and we had that pumped out to our various states. See, there were some states that didn't go into lockdown for most of that 220. But I, I got a lot of feedback from a lot of clubs who found that that return to race policy that we put out within four weeks of the pandemic breaking was really useful. So that when they were ready to go, they were ready template that they could rely upon. You know, the appointment of COVID officials was a new innovation that I guess was all part of that process. So, so yeah, it's you know, it's often we're not given a lot of praise sometimes for the things we do, but that was one example of us not stepping forward in Australia, but that policy was promoted around the world in a variety of other countries who used a similar template. Is there a case that people really don't know all the services that are available from Motorsport Australia to their affiliated club? I think that's a fair comment. We have a number of clubs who really take advantage of these services that we provide on, you know, on the phone, on the run, legal advice and provide them when they need it for a club issue, right through to applying for up to half a million dollars in government funding, particularly in Victoria recently. So, you know, we do everything from write, help them write grant applications, work with them on actually acquitting a grant. We provide insurance cover and insurance advice. We've got some wonderful staff members who can give advice on how to apply for a grant at, at any government, at any level, and even at council. We prepare sponsorship props. We find sponsors for clubs. We provide them with financial assistance for the club development fund. We run our girls on track at some of the events, our Ricardo's races. It's just a long laundry list of benefits that clubs often don't really appreciate or understand or haven't done their homework on. And all of this can be obtained by just visiting our website. And there's a club section. And there's even a resource guide that we're, you know, we're just updating at the moment, which gives them all the information from incorporation right through to running an event. So 
It's a really good point, Craig, and I often do wonder if clubs have done enough homework to understand where we can help them as part of their affiliation. We are not just the recipient of an annual affiliation and then left left clubs themselves. They should always reach out to us in anything from getting a policy on bullying or harassment, social media, use of drones, all of that stuff we've got access to through our some 49 different policies that we're very happy to share with our clubs. There are various types of clubs too. You have competitive clubs, but you also have a lot of affiliate enthusiast clubs, which perhaps people don't understand the differences in affiliations with Motorsport Australia either. That's a good point again, Craig, and well done for doing your homework. We have yeah, we have the sporting affiliates, which are clubs that are essentially devoted to putting on sporting events. And then we have um, enthusiast clubs, where largely the members are a gathering of, or a group of people that have got a particular love for either a style of car or a particular mark of car. You know, the Ferrari club in Victoria, for example, has over nearly a thousand members. So we provide affiliation for enthusiast clubs and that affiliation provides them with insurance from basically the clubhouse to whatever club activity they perform. And, you know, we've had examples where, you know, there's been a club function one night and someone slipped over on some water and hurt themselves. Well, our insurance covers them for public liability. So, but but for us, the enthusiast clubs are actually the low-hanging fruit. Many enthusiast clubs start off as exactly that and then migrate across to becoming a sporting club and actually hold events either as a multi-club or a standalone event and even something as simple as doing a motor car around a car park with which is that so there are the two categories there's sort of a an even split although we are very heavily biased towards sporting clubs because that's what we do we are a motorsport uh, body but we have many hundreds we've got a few hundred enthusiast clubs that are only not are not only passionate about their cars but are starting to wonder about how they can be more involved in motorsport and again we are there to help them through the state councils and through the state panels and for our administration to uh, assist them in putting on an event no matter what it is. For clubs that are looking for ways to develop and expand their operations and need the funding to do it you have just opened round two of the club the super cheap auto club development fund for this year and they've got until the 27th of october to put in applications and i guess it's important there's four specific funding areas that they can look at to expand their operations and to upskill people inside the club absolutely right i mean, all that's just, I mean there's a media story on our website right now but if they go into the club zone on our website they can look up the club development fund and Funding areas are pretty simple. Safety and operational equipment, volunteer upskilling and club capacity building. In other words, you know, if you want to become a bigger club or engage with more members, we can help you there. There's women and girls participation, which is funding stream three. And then there's events and activities under funding stream four. So they're they're bespoke sort of sexual areas that you can sort of hone in on. And it's a really simple application. And there's really good criteria that's set out on our website that provides clubs with some on how they go about it. We've also got our regional development executives and staff members members who can help clubs if they want to ring up first and get an idea about it. But you know, we're pretty thrilled that um, I think just looking at the list, there's something like about 20 odd, well, maybe 25 to 30 odd clubs that have already succeeded in getting everything from $500 to $1,500 in funding. And it's really just basically an you know, proposal in writing with an idea and we'll embrace it. We're, we're more biased towards helping the clubs than saying no. You know, As long as they meet the criteria, uh, and again, with the support of our fantastic sponsors in Super Cheap Auto, we really want to help the clubs. And post-pandemic, post-floods, there's a few clubs that have needed to upgrade or fix things or damage. Not only do they get some opportunities in some states to get government funding, but this also can assist, um, particularly in the safe 
safety and, and operation and the, the, the operational equipment. So it's a great idea and I'm glad, Craig, that you're giving it a bit of a, a spruik on your program because, as I said, we really want to help our clubs and make sure they get value for money. There can be no better value for money than getting cash out of the uh, out of a national sporting body. The other takeaway for members of clubs that are listening to this, just pick up the phone, call. Absolutely. We need help Absolutely. with this. How can you support us? Absolutely, Craig. And, and, and we adopt an attitude of everyone from the president down makes themselves available. Our phone numbers are pretty easy to, to obtain. Our emails are generally on the website. I don't have a PA. People can get f- straight through to me for anything. Like just today, I got a, I got a letter through our info at motorsport.org.au line from a club wanting to secure a lease at a showground for their own rooms and wanted some assistance in approaching government and supporting them in that application. Anything and everything is on the table as far as our clubs are concerned, but all you need to do is reach out to your relevant state uh, regional development executive. They'll be the first port of call. But if everything else, if that fails, just ring the office line, the membership hotline or the club through the normal phone lines, and we'll, we'll put you on the right direction. And never be embarrassed to ask. Never be embarrassed to ask. But don't be offended if we can't do it, because there are some things we can't do. Um, we can't just print money. We can't just mysteriously find you 500 members but never be embarrassed to ask on the basis that our mindset is to try and help you. Eugenia Rocker motorsport.org.au is the website that you can reference to. Thanks for your time and we look forward to seeing how the Club Development Fund is able to support all the clubs that have already received Round 1 funding and then hopefully we'll see a lot more going in for Round 2. Absolutely and again thank you Craig and thank you for your support. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.